Hail and hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, the Midgard Musings Productions. My name is Jesse, and thank you so much for tuning in and listening and watching today. We hope you enjoy it. Get into it. This is a... <clears throat> One of the newer newer songs by uh, Donheim called Grima. I say newer, meaning it uh, was released last year, 2020. So, about a year old. Close to a year old. And uh, the name derives from a, as the description in the, in the video says, an ancient pre-8th century Norse Viking. Uh, a personal name, Grima or Grimer, from the old old Norse uh, Grima, meaning mask, helmet, or a person wearing a mask, shadow of the night, or the fierce one. Uh, Grimir is also a name that is uh, given uh, to Odin. So. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So, yes, Halen, welcome back. Um, like I said, my name is Jesse, and thank you for tuning in and watching and listening to today's podcast, wherever it is that you are absorbing this on. If you are watching this on YouTube, please be sure to give the video a like, share it around, engage in the comment section. Uh, let me know your thoughts. If you are streaming or listening to this on any of the other uh, podcast platforms, um, be sure to upvote it. You know, if you want to send a note in or comment uh, to the podcast uh, via email, you can do so by writing into midgardmusingstn at gmail.com. Um, and then if you also check the show notes or description area um, of this podcast and the video, wherever, uh, you'll find a link, tree link that provides you with all of my uh, social media information so if you want to follow me along in my norse uh studies or pagan journey as it were uh, you can find me on facebook twitter uh, there is an instagram although i don't post there a whole lot or really monitor it that much uh and then of course youtube and all these other uh podcast platforms so wherever you're listening and watching from in midgard hail and hello today it is uh now the second week of december December 9th, we are closing up on the end of season two of the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. So for all of you across the world who made 2021 an, an exciting and interesting year of growth for this podcast, a very special hail and thank you to you guys and gals out here. Um, we're going to be welcoming in a guest here on today's episode um, who has an interesting past or history with myself, Midgard Musings. Um, we've known each other ever since the beginning of Midgard Musings, I think even a little bit before then. Um, and he's, uh, he's, he's provided a, a, a uh, well, he's, he's the one, he's the reason why we, the Midgard Musings Binary exists, the brand, the logo, um, the double manas Binary. So um, we're going to be welcoming in the uh, president, current president of a national organization called the Osatru Community, or 
TAC for short. Uh, so Topher Henry is the, the president of this organization. And uh, we're going to be rambling on with him a bit today, uh, talking about various heathen-related things. I know um, very recently, uh, probably one of the biggest quote-unquote claims to fame that the organization has is they, uh, that Topher was recently um, involved or uh, interviewed, I guess you could say, um, by a journalist with The Guardian over some uh, very interesting things going on in North America. Um, there was a, a recent piece done, I guess you could say, on the AFA. And um, Topher and uh, other, I guess, members of TAC um, were involved to a degree on what this piece was about and some of the goings on up in the Midwest. So I'm not going to go into too much detail right now. We'll go ahead and start our intro and then welcome in uh, Topher for him to kind of give us a background of that and talk about some other things and kind of see where the ramblings go. So let's get into today's episode. So like I said, I'm excited to uh, to talk with uh, Topher today because, um, you know, I know the, the organization TAC um, has come under some, a variety of uh, scrutiny over the years. Um, I know that leadership has changed with the organization to, to some degree and um, just be, it's going to be interesting. You know, this is a very unscripted and, and un- um, very organic sort of thing. You guys know from tuning in, listening in, just how organic it is. There's there's very little um, script that goes into this. You know, it's it's free form. It's random. Uh, we're gonna just kind of see where things go with it, and uh, hopefully, we're gonna learn some things and enjoy um, each other's company and you know, see that sort of stuff. So let's welcome in uh, from TAC, the Also True Community, the President Topher Henry. All right, folks. Well, welcome to the show, uh, Topher from the Also True Community, TAC. Hail and welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, my friend. Thank you so much. It's great to uh, be here to speak to you again. It's been a it's been a while since we chatted. I know, I know. <laughs> I was I was saying a little bit before. I always do like a little, you know, intro to just kind of give people like all the housekeeping stuff. Like, hey, go check right. out my this and I check out my that. The, the comments, description, the blah, all the housekeeping stuff. And I, yeah, you know, just kind of segue into this with everybody. Uh, uh, you know, we we've we've got a little bit of a, a history, you and I, yeah. um, that goes back to even before the Midgard Musings days. And um, I wanted to just remind. Well, you probably haven't forgotten, but remember this. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> nice yeah. to see you still have that. Yep. So this, uh, I, I was telling the uh, viewers and listeners before you came on that, you know, Topher here uh, is the reason why the Midgard Musings brand has a brand, like has a bind room, the, the double <laughs> Manas bind room. Like you yeah. came up with that and gifted this. This is one of the first things that I ever got for like the channel or in the very, very early days, right? When I first started. It was like me and 15 other people, I think. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. It was, it was, you know, that, that, that small group. And then it's, it's, it's come to be what it is now. The, the currently, you know, the YouTube channel is, um, 
44 going on 4500 you know that's subscribers great. and and you know the community is growing and, and on the social media side and that's really a lot to do with you know not just you but like everyone's involvement you know being involved and in, in wanting to to see things and asking for yeah. things but I, I did i wanted to show that to you because <laughs> i still have it it actually that's great you uh, still know that yeah it actually sits on my altar nice there's a place of it on on my altar so in Very some nice. videos if i pan down to it, it it might come up there but it always it's had a place um although my altar you know has somewhat changed in its construction over the right. years and the format of it all it's it's always been on there somewhere so very cool man i appreciate that that's very yeah cool. yeah it uh, just yeah, seemed yeah. like that those that was just perfect for i mean midgard musings that just seemed to work i mean the meaning of manaz and everything in there just very very uh appropriate i would say sit down over here Sorry. yeah it does it makes it uh i think the um like you said the meaning of the word obviously the the, the m meaning of it what what manas represents the m sound right so midgard musings double m it just makes like literal sense <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but um the the uh the i guess the esoteric or spiritual meanings of of the runes you know however far you want to look into it and me uh, being you know into that like i haven't always yeah. in my heathenry always been into the runes but for the larger period of time that i have been uh heathen the runes have always played a, a yeah. strong role in my you know belief structure well, I think uh, when another thing I just remembered from, I believe it was the package that I sent that to you in, I wrote the entire letter in Elder Futhar. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, so imagine me, right, at the time where I'm like very young into like learning the runes and, and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, so, and then... And then, and then trying to uh, transliterate the, the, you know, modern English into Elder Fudai, right. which, which was used to write in a Proto-European, right. Proto-Indo-European language. It's like, that was, that was a fun, fun project, I guess, to, yeah, to, to yeah. read that whole letter. And stuff. So, I may have even, if I remember correctly, I may have even tried to, I have to go back through my video catalogs and see, and I, and I know I have the letter somewhere, I'll find yeah. it, maybe do a video where I read it again, but I was like trying to read it on video. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I think you opened the package, or at least like opened it all up and and tried to read on it camera. Right? Yeah. live on camera. Yeah, sorry to put you on the spot there. Because <laughs> I, I do, I remember it now. I was, I was like, uh oh, I, I guys, I may have to come back to this because I was like, what am I reading here? You know, kind of like know what the word, the letters, the the runes represent, yeah, uh, phonetically and sounding it all out it was like ah oh, right. this is i'm going to have to come back to this so i don't know if i ever <laughs> did to be honest i may have to revisit that but yeah you sent me all kinds of goodies too there was like some yeah, yeah. um food items and and, and stuff from oh uh, i i mean honestly something it was neat to just to uh let you know i personally i think you've done an amazing job with this channel and what you're continuing to do with the the random ramblings here yeah and uh -huh. not just because you've been open to a bunch of different point of views you're open to discussing different point of views and different you know even belief systems not because just of that but because you've done all of that without uh excluding anyone or um disrupting frith you keep it Frithful, man, and I really appreciate that. I think you do a great job of that. So, you know, yeah. I, I know that you've had a 
a, a storied history a little bit with the Asatru community. Uh, did you ever, were you actually ever a member for any amount of time? I know you were a partner at one point. Yeah, so I don't recall ever like, you know, signing up as a as like a, a charter member or yeah. or or as a, as a uh, you know a, a, for lack of a better term you know a paid member of the of right. the organization. I did um, initially you know to kind of team up as a partner there for a little bit. Yeah, and um, and then just I think the way where I was going in my spirituality and my growth, I was like this isn't really where I'm. Not that it wasn't like a welcoming place. I was just finding a different direction to go in in my belief and i was learning it in a way that i was like i don't really see myself here doing the thing with tack um in that capacity at that moment and so i've kind of i kind of just went off but no i don't remember ever becoming a member i remember getting the uh the partnership letter or something in the mail um but since then i know like i I alluded to it before you came on here that there's been a a a significant change or, or at least leadership structure to to the organization and you currently are the organization's uh president right that is correct and um as of um pretty much the first of the year i will not only be the the president but the sole owner of the Ossetru community um we've already transferred um the uh, basically the title of everything over from California here to Indiana, where I live. Um, and the moving forward, that's where the Astro community will be based. Seth uh, Chagi, our founder, um, his path has, you know, branched off. He's, uh, he's going for a full-time student, um, getting his master's degree in uh, paleoanthropology which is another big passion of his. And, you know, it's just, he, let's see, March of 2022 will be 10 years from the date in which he founded the Astro community as a 16 year old. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't so, know that it was that, you know, I didn't know that it's been a decade now in, in, yeah. its, uh, in its growth. Yeah. So, um, and there's been a lot of changes on the board. Um, We've had some people had had to step down. Um, Alex Day, who's been our uh, board director for quite a while, he had to step down due to some family and physical issues that he's working through. Um, but uh, we've got, I'm really happy with and think that our current board that we have, we're going to do some great things. We, we did some really amazing things just this past year, like, uh, the biggest thing for me before us, I think, is the CFC program uh, that we got set up with, which uh, the con- combined federal campaign, which is, for those that don't know, it's basically like United Way for all federal workers, military, um, first responders, those type of people. Um, the Astro community is now the first even religious organization that is in that catalog that um, military members and and police officers and are all part of that can actually donate to. Um, and uh, that I believe is going to go a long way from taking us from uh, what has always been a large gathering of people on the internet that get to Gather in their own little pockets and communities to 
establishing like our first official foothold and have an actual POF uh, where people can come from all over the country. Uh, one especially one that uh, you know allows anyone to come through those doors would be nice instead of a fourth one from the AFA anytime soon. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit um, about that um, here in a little while, I think, because, you know, you had a, 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 a role in a recent uh, journalist piece, I, I guess yeah. you should call it, or interview that The Guardian did that um, yeah. was, was, you know, they were, they were talking to members of the AFA and there was that church that they just opened, I think it's in Minnesota or yeah, Murdoch, Minnesota. Yeah, and you and, you and some other TAC members or, or representatives went up there in sort of like a anti-protest or a peaceful protest against what they and, and, and made a stand. We did ab about that, and I think it's important, you know, because um, the, the 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 public image of of um, <clears throat> Germanic heathenry, whether it's you know Scandinavia, whether it's mainland Germania, whether it's whatever portion of Northern Europe you kind of uh, find yourself gravitating towards, has this. Um, to the uneducated, to the untrained eye, just has this stigma attached to it. And, um, you know, having people come up there to uh, not just, you know, I'm sure you probably didn't do it for the for the views or for the publicity, but the fact that it got yes. that much publicity yes. is, is important, I think, for the future of heathenry to, a, to a, uh, an important degree. It's, it's, you know, so much of what uh, people find uh, online and, 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 and oh. encounter online is, is exactly that. It's all social yeah, I mean, media, all this internet. When, that's what you search when you search for anything heathenry, Asa True. Um, you know, the first thing that you're going to get is the AFA or someone like them. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I, we've had this thing with TAC for a long time. We call our shield wall. And, you know, we've raged against the machine online as much as we can and, uh, you know, didn't make do much anything good on there other than making, you know, different people angry and, you know, leave an anger and slam the door behind them and stuff. But, you know, I thought it was high time that we actually put the shield wall into action. You know, mm. um, we do have to walk a fine line with us being, you know, a 501 uh, 3C religious organization, you know, about what we do that is considered political, yeah. which uh, if you watch that uh, video, it's very interesting that the people from uh, the AFL, AFA bring up uh, why are people bringing politics into our religion? It's like, no, that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I reached out to people within our community um, <clears throat> Because, you know, the last thing I wanted to do was to get people together and have it be unorganized and have people feel like they are being forced to be there. I wanted people to be there that really wanted to stand up against, you know, racial bigotry and heathenry in any form. Um, and uh, another large group most of them were tac members as well but uh i do have to give a major shout out to uh the wolves of the north kindred um because there was there was about eight members from the wolves of the north kindred uh that were uh part of that uh protest there as well 
we talked to a lot of people. Um, there was, uh, we, it, my favorite part of the day was honestly when somebody drove by first, they drove by flipping us off and honking their horns at us. And, uh, we're standing there with rainbow flags and love signs everywhere. Um, but then they circled the block and came back around and he like slowed down enough to where one guy could yell out the window at. So I just kindly walked up to the window and, you know, did not go at them with any anger or anything. It's like, you know, I, well, he, his whole thing is what happened? What about, you know, freedom of religion? And I said, I am absolutely for freedom of religion, but I'm against any religion uh, that excludes people, especially for the race. Yeah. And there was four people in this car. One of them was Hispanic. And they all said they didn't know that, um, which I found that a little hard to believe because I know there was lots of protests in there in the city and stuff before that. But, you know, different people hear different things, I guess. But anyway, right. I informed them of that. And I, I said, you know, your friend, I'm assuming is, uh, you know, Hispanic of some of some kind. I said he would not be welcome in that church. He wouldn't even be allowed to sit down with them. Um, even if he follows heathenry and has followed it for decades, you're not allowed in that building. And they didn't know that. And, you know, they brought up some points about things which, you know, for a community, I know makes a big deal. Because they brought up that he said, you know, there's, there's this huge Catholic church down just down the street. They never do anything for the community. He said, but this church comes in and they start doing food drives and, and things like that. And, you know, buying coats for people and buying shoes for people. And I'm like, I am absolutely for people doing that kinds of things. You know, I am not saying that's a bad thing, but what this, you got to understand that this is what they do when they come into a community. That's a, it's an agenda. They come in, we're going to make good with the community by, you know, doing a soup kitchen or a food drive and or a coat drive or something like that and we're just not going to talk about what we're doing back there behind the closed doors yeah. yeah and you know so having those opportunities to talk to people like that and, and let people know that it was better and then you know the guardian thing um <clears throat> which they too they both came about together at just about the same time because um uh it was a um, the an editor and uh, the reporter who interviewed me in there that just randomly contacted me through Facebook Messenger, and wow. and they had I guess they had searched for you know different heathen communities and found me and found my name and stuff. So that's how they yeah. they got me. Um, and then we had a, a call just like this and, you know, they asked me if I was interested in it and, and, but they didn't tell me at first that it was going to have anything to do with the AFA. Um, they told me that it was going to be just about heathenry in the United States, which yes, <laughs> it is about heathenry mean, in the United States. Right. Um, uh, but you know, I didn't know that going in, wouldn't have made a difference, but 
um, you know, I told them I was definitely up for speaking to them. And they asked me uh, if there was any type of event that we were doing that I was going to be at where other heathens would be that they could speak to. And I was like, well, I've got two events coming up. <laughs> I've got uh, the Northern European Religious Festival, which is in Spring, uh, Springville, Indiana, which I go to every year. I'm going to be at that. And then in the first week of July, I'm going to uh, Minnesota to protest against the FA. And they were like, uh, okay, great. <laughs> and then that's when I found out that uh, really the documentary is more about the AFA and their, uh, as they titled it, I mean, it's literally titled the last all white church in the United States. And, you know, it was about them. I was very happy to be, you know, my part in there uh, to show people that, you know, first of all, there's more of us out there than there are of them by a long shot it's not even close i mean we're we're at over five thousand members they've got like 900 total of course how many of those are not signed up anywhere we don't know but you know documented as it were right exactly but uh you know i know that there's a lot more of us out there than just that and i wanted to do as much as i can to make sure that when people want to learn more about also true or um, northern european paganism the afa isn't the first damn thing that shows up when they search for it, you know right well you know um some of the things that i wanted to key in on with with regards to this all you know all of this you know you, we talked earlier uh, and you kind of and i want to just you know say thank you for for your recognition of what i do and the inclusion uh, and or inclusiveness that i um harbor right because i feel that once again um the doors are, are are open to anyone that's willing to want to learn and, and participate um with the exclusion of any sort of hatred and bigotry and and, and those right. sort of things i've made that stand i've been very clear about that and whether i've signed a digital document or i've set it on a video or whatever the case may be like it's it's clear what my personal stance is and, and midgard musings as a brand or um what i do out here is is not to exclude people based off of um their race or their or their you know heritage and i think what a lot of people get hung up on is they try to they try to they try to put a shoe on a foot that doesn't fit they try yeah. to say that oh well you know there's other cultures that have you know closed rituals and and closed belief systems and it's and it's it, it, it's excluded uh you know they're exclusive they don't they don't include people outside of that um thing and it's like yeah but you got to understand what that is it's tribal traditions it's tribal things and whether right. it's Sami out of sweden or whether it's indigenous native americans those various tribes those are different um there is no real i mean with the exception of maybe the sami uh people there is no that i know of at least any examples of um closed religious ceremonies in 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 germanic paganism usually yeah. uh even in pre-christian times the um, the, the, the public, the bloats, the rituals that were held were community events. It was Absolutely. everybody in the area and they were right. that, that were included in it as well. Now, what was done in each individual hearth or each individual home, or maybe in each individual tribe, because sure. don't forget, you know, you look at, uh, the Germanic peoples like the Churoski and then some of these other Germanic tribes that, that were, um, 
spread out all across uh, Germania. Uh, and Tacitus even writes about it. It's like, yeah, they had their customs, they had their ways, and they had their things that they did that were maybe different than another tribe or another group. Right. That's that's different. It's like it, they weren't exclusive because they, they they looked different or they had a different skin color or they couldn't trace their ancestry back to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> None of that, you know, baloney. And uh, so it's like you got it. You're comparing apples to oranges and you're putting shoes again. You're trying to fit sh shoes on feet that just don't fit. Yeah. yeah just and that's, and if, uh, I haven't, if I haven't shared this with you, I, I, I would like to take the opportunity. To me, the uh, reasons against that were explained uh, never more perfectly than when I had the opportunity to speak with members of the Asatru Fellowship in Iceland. Um, oh, the Asatru Villagith? Is that yes, the okay. Astro, yeah. Um, got to sit down like like a whole afternoon they have a just like an open hall where you can come into um on on saturdays they have coffee and donuts and you can come in there and sit and chat they were kind enough to invite us in and you know the it saddened me first of all that their impression of american true was that we're all racist um and, you know, I, and they were very excited to hear though, that the group that I was part of, and at the time I was uh, an ambassador, um, that we had at that point, almost 4,000 members and we are completely inclusive like they are. Um, they didn't even know they were inclusive heathens in, in the United States. And when we started talking about that, the, the gentleman that I was, speaking to about it he said this is how we look at it the gods that we worship are many different races there's acer there's vanir there's the roker there's elves there's dwarves you know giants jotun all these different races that we worship and venerate so why would i tell any other race that they couldn't worship these gods that are of multi-races too it makes zero sense yeah. but uh you know i to me that just so you got to you got to go to iceland i and did be a part of their like open hall like you say or there yeah. and see that's 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 kind of one of the things that i really love to see more of and unfortunately with the way the world has gone in the last like two years now almost yeah. with the pandemic like public moots, meetups, things where you can just have a welcome and open, it's like open door policy, you know, anybody and everybody, whether you're pagan or not, you know, if you're curious, yeah. maybe you're not sure if you want to branch us, or you just like, who are these people and what are they about? And you want to just come and have, you know, right. some coffee or you want to grab a bite to eat, or we're just sitting here, you know, just socializing and you want to know who we are, like come and meet us, you know, yeah. the people in your community sort of thing. Uh, Cause we are, we're all over and there's uh again the and, pandemic kind of put a like a halt to that for a little while but you know there's there's yeah. there's so much value to that i feel because again it's not just about what you do with your close immediate people it's how it's your impression of the community or on the community right because right. we you know walk around with hammers around our necks or we you know um different you know trinkets or symbols and, and right. amulets and whatever and that again with to the untrained or uneducated eye could raise some eyebrows you know what are you about what do you think and um 
it, it, their conversation starters for sure. So having that public presence, you know, at a well, that's you you've mentioned about you know TAC changing, um, and that that's really from I, I've been officially been a president now for I I think it's two years officially now. It's I, all this time doesn't mean much of anything more right uh, yeah, now. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been two years, and my mission from the get go has been I, I called it the season of Frith, and it's been about building Frith with other like-minded communities, um, which is why I you know wanted to go and speak, and I still continue to build a bridge with uh, the uh, the Ossetra community in Iceland, but you know the fact that there's other large groups out there that are like-minded like this that have been backfighting for silly, stupid reasons for so long. I've been working my hardest to fix a lot of that. And um, I think fruition is coming this July. I've, something I've been working on for quite a while is bringing TAC and the trough together. Wow. The trough is the reason I'm Asatru. I found them before I found anything else. I purchased their books and that's how I learned Asatra. Um, and when I became a TAC member, when I found out that there was like this, some type of, you know, bad blood between the two groups, I, I never understood it. Um, and it comes down to, you know, individuals that, and, you know, in most cases, those individuals aren't around anymore. And uh, so for our communities can continue to not work together towards a common goal just seems like madness to me. So um, I'm working on getting an official invite to Trothmoot in July. I've been speaking to uh, one of their steersmen, actually a couple, one of their steersmen and a former steersman um, over the last couple months. And uh, looks like it's definitely going to happen. So uh, I want to get down there and uh, spread some frith and get to get to know some of their members and uh, talk more about, you know, what we can do combined to uh, fight against the stigma that uh, yeah. is stuck to our communities. Uh, that's great that you guys are partnering up and, and have that opportunity. Um, and there's one thing, and I, and I can't help but like avoid this part of the conversation there and there's so much that i keep keying in on that i'm like given enough time and given enough you know we we could probably go on forever about various topics of so and, and and whatnot but um it's almost like we got to address an elephant in the room sure. um and you know we talk about uh the 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 way tack has been viewed um or seen over the years and because of the association of certain people or members or former members or former uh, leaders, even members of you know the board and uh, where they've come from and what they've done uh, in their association with TAC and how that's tarnished or soiled the 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 public view of of TAC as a whole. Right yeah. now, I don't like to name names, but anybody that's I'll I'll just you know say it like Ivy Mulligan was on this channel. She wasn't on a podcast, but she was on this channel um, some time ago, way before things took a sour turn and I did like a, an EPC, you know, I did an emergency press conference about right. some behavior that uh, transpired and, and, and things that Ivy did. And of course it came out where, 
you know, her involvement with TAC and, and maybe even the troth at some point. And there was a lot of misinformation that got um, shared and, and some clarifications and stuff that brought up. But suffice it to say, it was I, I, I redacted any involvement um, and, and, and said, you know, look, I, I don't condone anything uh, of what she had said and some of these alleged messages and so on and so forth. And there, you know, now that you're here as, as, a, as a leader of TAC and as a, as a representative of TAC, of TAC um, you probably have, you know, some things to, to say to that uh, or want to yeah. say that. it's kind of like, we got to address it, right? It's, it's sure. maybe not something I wanted to necessarily harp on or really beat to death, but I'm sure everybody Actually. listening and watching is like, oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> let's talk about you know, this. We mentioned, mentioned it. So I am, I am both glad to address and sad to address, uh, I guess would be the uh, best way to put that. Um, yeah, because it was a sad situation, but the, I mean, it, it was a terrible situation. It definitely was. Abhorrible, um, actually. But Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I will start this entire thing out with, which I'm sure, you know, this will get back to her and she'll probably send me a bunch of nasty messages again. But uh, first and foremost, um, Ivy Mulligan was a friend of mine for a long time. Um, I don't, I think that... You know, the potential for us continuing to be friends is probably pretty low because of her steadfast stick-to-itiveness to standing up for what she said and just put out there. And I, for me personally, I can't condone that. And, and, and what I said to her um, before, any, before it exploded, and, you know, we had to do what we had to do, which I'll discuss that. But um, I said to her, you know, I've, I've been in a lot of fights, both verbal and physical. And one thing I've never done is use racial epithets against somebody, no matter how angry I am. To me, if you're using that, it's in your heart. Um, and then when you're confronted with it, if you don't immediately apologize and say, I'm sorry, I was just really angry. Um, but instead you say, I stand by what I said because I was standing up for my friend. I, I, I told him that's, there's not a, I, there's no way for me to return from that. Ivy. Yeah. I can't support that in any way or form. And, you know, that's, that's how I left it with her. And then, you know, we did, as a community, what we had to do, you know, immediately we had to say, we had to remove her from everything or, you know, she had her hands in a lot of things with DAC because she helped um, build our clergy training program. Uh, she helped with a lot of uh, uh, the uh, bloats and stuff like that that we had posted. Um, let alone the fact, you know, you know, she's out there and she was doing a lot of things and was a pretty well-known person in the pagan heathen community. Um, you know, we had to get out in front of that and say that we absolutely do not condone that, any of her actions and any of her words and what she said. And, uh, you know, had to remove her from everything that we could uh, as quickly as we could. But, you know, be transparent with our community and be there to answer questions from them. Um, and one thing that, you know, didn't get out very probably outside of uh, TAC very much, which um, 
I don't think many people know is the fact that Ivy had written a, or had completed a, her translation of the Voluspa, which we were printing. Um, after a year and a half of working on this with her, with three other authors who I could never get a hold of because they were in Europe or something. Um, we finally got it to where I was okay with everything that was in there, was at the printer, was ready to be printed. I called her on a Wednesday to say, hey, got the Voluspa at the printer, they're ready to go. I was going to be seeing her the following month, thought I would have a copy in hand because she had that big gathering that uh, I guess she ended up still having, but I was supposed to be attending that as well. And literally three days later, I had to shut all of that down uh, immediately. Um, because of this whole event that we're yeah, alluding to talking about. absolutely yeah. could not publish a book by Ivy Mulligan after that. And I mean, it cost our community almost $3,000 because all that money was already into the, you know, printing and making of the books. They literally, I had them destroy like 500 copies that were already completed. So, you know, that's neither here nor there, but, you know, from a community standpoint, her actions, you know, affected us from, from that, you know, if it wasn't for that, we probably would still have money in our uh, coffers to be able to assist people. Cause we do have things like our emergency relief fund, which we help out members of our community that need it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a horrible horrible situation and i really feel I, to me it's like um one of my good friends died because yeah. you know well it, it it almost segues into kind of one of the other things that i wanted to talk about because you you've mentioned so many times here on this uh podcast the, and, and talking about frith right mm-hmm. and you know we're in a, a season of frith and, and spreading frith and whatnot and one of the things that <clears throat> at least i've come to learn over the years is what really what frith really means it's not so much the 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 peace and the friendship and and the getting along of things like there's 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 parts of frith that that is definitely about because you kind of have to get along with people to 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 have frith and to weave frith and that's one of the things i wanted to key in on right It, it is a weaving of frith it is it is a work to establish frith and it's a work to maintain frith and something like what you're talking about Topher, with the severance of ivy from like you knew her for years friends you know that was a breach of frith that was a breaking of frith because the with frith comes trust and uh, obligation there there's inherent trust and obligation that's tied to the true to the real meaning of frith it's like one of those words that you can't come like completely summarize into just one thing it means so many things it's like aloha (laughs) i mean right yeah yeah it can mean so many things and and it is but all of it although it does mean so many different things you have to have as you're saying all of those pieces working together for their because i think the foundation of frith is community and being whether that's you know being nice to the neighbor or there's stuff like that, you know, I think the foundation of Frith is, is building your community. There's definitely a lot to it. It's, you know, for, for example, I mean, I got to kind of get along with my neighbors uh, and not, you know, blast my music too loud or <laughs> leave my yard looking like trash because they share a spatial area with me. So it's kind of like, there. It's it's almost like, you know, we talk about these 
heathen words. Or the, you know, there's there's a word for called grit. Mm-hmm. And when you look back at the, uh, the Icelandic all thing, where there was a large gathering of people, not just tribes gathering, but like regional gatherings together. And it's all in one place. Like you guys all got to play nice in the sandbox right. together, right? You can't, <laughs> you can't be coming in here and wanting to cut off Bjorn's head because he stole your cow six months ago. Right. And this, like we're here, we're working all these things out where there's a ceasefire. There's this, there's this just general peace uh establishment of grith so i feel like grith is kind of this whole community thing like we got to be nice to each other to as to a degree to want to be able to grow and to establish those tribal mm-hmm. connections those those, right. those family, like extensions of family which is what i feel you were describing like with ivy it was x amount of years of friendship that suddenly was just like somebody just came in with an axe and just hacked its head off or, or cut a limb off so violently because of that egregious um act of hatred you know it's like it doesn't matter how much friendship and 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 all the ties and things that we've had over the years you broke frith there and 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 sometimes frith can't be repaired sometimes it can i mean sometimes things just can't be abided and it takes a minimum of two willing participants yes (laughs) yeah so (laughs) yeah you can be the one that wants to you know and i've had that too with like you know family like literal blood sure you know, and I think that a lot of us uh, in in our in our respective pagan communities and circles have experienced that very thing, where you know you are ostracized and you are 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 hated basically for your beliefs and for standing well, up for your beliefs and not being hateful towards those family, wanting to be peaceful and wanting to maintain those bonds, those familial bonds, and they're just not willing. They're just like, no, I can't can't do it you you believe in this you believe in that and therefore you can't jive with me and i can't you know but why would that why should that fall on us again it's the whole like inclusiveness about it like i'm willing to live peacefully with you uh, at the grithstead level right if we can just respect one another that's grith that's you right we don't have to necessarily like each other very much but we got to respect each other at those boundaries you know right we have I to mean, at least you know, agree not to kill each other yeah during thanksgiving yeah right <laughs> stuff like that you know um you know i, I and i see stuff like no, that's a good so, point i i like that i like that that's a good thought but I, you know i think you probably see it too right we we see a Definitely. lot of things online with people asking questions like hey guys you know um my family doesn't like that I uh, am a heathen or a pagan and uh, we got Thanksgiving or the Christmas holiday or some family, get a funeral. I've seen this too. Like where people are questioning what, whether they should show up to their grandmother's funeral because their family's Christian and it's in a Catholic church. And they're like, am I going to anger the gods? And I'm, you know, and, I, and I'm sitting there going, what do the gods even care about that? That's your family. Right. And like, right. Do it for them. Do it out of respect and out of, out of maintaining the, 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 Grith, at least the peaceful ceasefire nature of things and 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 why would you want to just sever ties with your family because you know well it's a church and i don't like it right like don't be like that man don't 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 go down that road (laughs) well that's very similar i I did a uh a quick pop-up uh video with the community on uh halloween and i brought that up as an example of a holiday that you know, heathens don't technically, you know, celebrate. However, depends you know, on the time of year or the yeah, right. The, 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 I mean, depends on when it falls. There's <laughs> yeah. days maybe that will cross over there. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know that 
stuff like that, I, I think it's ridiculous for us to take ourselves away from it just simply because, you know, you don't believe a Christian belief. I, I have, I do Christmas, you know, yeah. we have, I call it Yule, but we give gifts. It's just like Christmas, you know, it's, it's about community. It's about family. And that's all part of Rith, Rith, all of that. That's yeah. makes me, well, um, I, I, I've gone to enough uh, family gatherings of, of, of my wife's side, especially who are um, definitely not pagan. You know, and when you go to their house, it's like, to me, you respect the rules of the hall. You give uh, the proper Absolutely. amount of respect to the host and, and, and stuff of the hall, just as you would in, in, in ancient times. And you visit another tribe or whatever, you're going to respect them. So if they want to say, you know, lead a prayer to their God and, and, and stuff, just you don't have to say amen or whatever, yeah, but I mean, just be yeah. respectful. I mean, just, respectful. you know, what are you going to do? Just stand there and shut up. Like what, how is yeah. that going to hurt you? Right. And uh, <laughs> for 30 seconds, you'll be fine. <laughs> right. You know, so, um, and, and, and just be respectful. Right. And that's what I was also, um, as we kind of like look towards, as I was like looking at the time, I'm like, man, the time is just flying by and I don't want to take up more of yours than what it is. But, you know, one of the things I think that a lot of people maybe get hung up on, maybe not hung up, hung up on maybe that's not the right word but that uh you know these larger organizations and tech is definitely in that arena you know of a large national organization um where do you guys stand on the values of building your own traditions your own communities right because tech is a national organization it's like if i'm a part of tech and i'm also a part of the you know the the wolves of the north kindred or whatever right does that mm -hmm. is there any conflict there does it make any difference and and do you guys see that the future of heathenry uh, really lies at the at the tribal level, at the group level. Like you can you can be inclusive in a in a larger organization and and help out in the organization and be that sort of boots on the ground representation, if you will, of a larger organization. But don't neglect and don't uh, you know shy away from the yeah. importance of establishing and building your localized grassroots level heathenry stuff. Where do you where do you feel that tack kind of sits with that? If you can speak. How about I give you a perfect world scenario? Yeah, even better. In my perfect world scenario, uh, the Asatra community would be a resource. Um, our members would have or would be part of kindreds in their local communities. Um, and uh, the Asatra community is there um, to assist, to help people learn. Uh, one of the things that we're working on, because we do have a, a kindred program where each kindred that's affiliated with TAC would have a TAC ordained clergy member in their kindred. Um, so in that perfect world, um, TAC would, would be part of these kindreds all over the, all over the country, the world. Um, we would support them and we would begin having uh, centralized locations, HOFs, uh, throughout the country. Um, I'm currently building one on my property. Uh, we have a, I have a huge barn, and the uh, top floor of it is all all HOF right now. Wow. Um, but you know, I don't want that to be the permanent place. We're, I want to have a place here, and Indiana is a good spot for central central to the country, but to have an actual Hoff, a temple, if you will, 
uh, where members can come to, where there's, you know, weekly, monthly bloats and things like that, seasonal bloats held from there, and eventually be on the East Coast, West Coast, and, and go from there. But more than anything, what I push and, and tell everyone that we're not going to do it alone, number, number one. And that means including our pagan friends. Um, so, you know, I'm part of uh, a community that's the Ohio Pagan Alliance, which has like, you know, 15 different types of pagan religious uh, oh, representatives yeah. in it. And they get together in different spots around the tri-state area around Ohio and do events and things. So I think that type of stuff working with our pagan communities, um, being there as a, uh, a learning and a support. And I always tell people with anything with, uh, when it comes to your religion, your faith, intent is always the most important thing. So it's not that you have, you know, a thousand, you know, $200 statues and all this stuff around and this massive altar kit you know, it could be literally a stick and your intent, and that's a bloat, you know. So, but we want to be there to be as a resource for, for these people and, and to, uh, so many more of us out there that are just hiding and not looking for things, right? Looking yeah, for and looking for things and, and, and just looking, I mean, the, I've, one of my favorite things as the president is bringing somebody that has been a solo heathen for a while into their first group gathering. I mean, it's like mind blowing. And, you know, I, I like to spread more of that kind of stuff. So. Uh, Cause I mean, look like, and I, and I was telling this to somebody else the other day, um, uh, a, a fellow um, heathen, he's, he's been on the podcast before he's, he's chiefed into a, a neighboring tribe here in our area in, in middle Tennessee, okay. he's, he's, uh, chieftain of it's, it's Raven moon hearth is, is the, okay. um, is, is the group, but we were talking, um, because he's got years of different pagan kind of, uh, exposure and, and stuff mm -hmm. under his belt. But, um, you know, I was telling him, I said, you know, the Christians have church, you know, and, 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 and Muslims have their mosques and, and, and Jews have, or, you know, is, is uh, yeah, Jews have a uh, temple, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they have a central location to gather with the like-minded people of their religion. Um, and so much of, of paganism, whether it's Germanic paganism or Hellenistic or, or any other sort of regional or, or cultural, you know, uh, polytheistic belief, uh, has that too. So if you're stuck in an area where you feel like you are, are solitary because there's nobody else around you like, the, like you, you're just not looking hard enough or you don't know the kind yeah. of people that are around <laughs> you. They're out there. Trust me. You just got to put your feelers out there. out there. And I think that you know, for, 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 um, folks that are looking for, uh, you know, Germanic heathenry or, or Norse heathenry or whatever regional name you want to put to it. Uh, I think that that's a good place that, that organizations like TAC, you know, TAC can, can help with resources in your area. Um, right. right. I mean, so you guys have networks you, and, and then that's part of it. It's, we do live in a digital age. It's the information yeah. age. Everybody's going to Google something, going to get on Facebook, look for a group in their area or, or, or discord server or something, right. you know what I'm saying? So there's definitely a place for it now and today. 
what there is always still a place for and whatever kind of paganism you follow i think is there's always has to be a place for a tribe you know whatever name you want to put to it your kindred your coven your whatever like you've got to have people around you because you can be a solitary practitioner for for years and years and you can have you know those uh enlightening experiences with your with your deities and with your ancestors yeah. and with the localized spirits of the realm the the, the whites and, and, and right. the or whatever but man when you get in uh, together with a group and you tie those threads and you share weird with each other that way there's nothing like it like i can say for, for a fact that the, the 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 rituals that i've held with my uh my, with my tribe and the, and the brothers of my tribe you know like you can't replicate that online you can't replicate you can't come close to it like there's there's no way that you can even feel the same feeling without being there in person and that's what i want more people to feel as well regardless of what the religious views are regardless of whether it's you know odin or that you hail or whether it's Zeus or whether it's any of the other like just whatever gods you want to call to or that you feel called to um to have a pagan community have a just have a group have a community that you can uh, share all that stuff with. Absolutely. So. Well, that's, you know, and I, I'm actually going to be bringing this up with, uh, I do a monthly uh, fireside chat with the community mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to be bringing up something along those lines in the next one because uh, it recently came to my attention that there was a former board member that left because they felt that um why are we even trying trying to build a Hoff? We're just an internet religious community. Mm-hmm. Uh, which my <laughs> my main response was because I want to be more than an internet religious community. I want to be a, a local, touch my community, hold hands with my community in a circle, and praise the gods with <laughs> you know with my community. I want to be more than that. So, you know, that's great. Definitely, definitely want to be more than. That's great. And there'll be uh, guys, you know, listening and watching and stuff. There'll be information for you to learn more about what uh, Topher and uh, TAC does. So, you know, they're online there. Uh, of course, there's there's Facebook, but they have a website. All that stuff will be linked in the show notes um, or the description of the video, whichever, however you're receiving this podcast, just check those respective areas for, you know, the site links. Um, Cause uh you, you might can find something in your area if you're looking you know there may be resources out there that uh, yeah, what, can, can can help with yeah one thing that we did do recently is uh we purchased one of those uh, online member map things so uh m- our members that are okay with other local heathens reaching out with them or mm. on that member map and it's worldwide so that's nice. definitely an excellent resource for our members as well well, very cool. And I know, you know, uh, Indiana is really not even that far away from like, I'm in middle Tennessee, you know, just a little bit yeah. east of Nashville. So um, might, might find my way up there one day soon, or at some point, you know, it's not that far. Never you know. You should definitely try to make it up to, well, if not the Hoff, definitely try to make it up to Nerf. I think you would uh, really enjoy the uh, Nerf Festival up here. It's uh, really great group and that's get, where it's uh, all getting well, nerfed I, together right yeah <laughs> <laughs> really excellent group of people though i think it was my fifth year in a row going out there this past year well 
would have been fit. Yeah. <laughs> there was one year I missed. The big <laughs> thing, right? Like it's like camping and 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 yeah, all I mean, stuff going on there. Workshops, I guess. Right? Yeah, like, like from like Thursday through Sunday, there's there's camping. Uh, there's uh, we have a large community feast on Saturday night. Um, TSC was going to be host or be uh, providing that this year. Um, they have every day. There's learning events. Uh, there's heathen games. Um, they, they keep track of heathen game score. So we have an ultimate heathen game champion at the end, which is pretty cool. Um, and most importantly, there's multiple bloats and rituals held every day, including a main one around the big fire every night. And if you're cool enough to get there on a Thursday night, around midnight, we start with heathen karaoke. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice man bring your drums bring your fiddle, right. bring your bring your whatever right let's just have a good old time with it That's absolutely awesome. yeah Nashville around well, here does you're welcome to be a partner again with us at any time you feel free to but uh that door is always open within our community and i know that our there are member many members of our community that uh, very much enjoy your podcast and and everything that you put out there I appreciate it, sir. I will definitely keep it in mind and say I'm ne I've never shut a door with you guys. I don't feel like I have not at least anyway. No. It was it was amicable. You know, I was just like, hey, not, not for me right now. I've got other things yeah. I'm focusing on. And it was very, very wholesome in that way. So I appreciate the absolute vote of confidence and, and, and whatnot. But yeah, you know, so, you know, you got we got nerf there. That's that's an annual thing. Um, we do something around here. Not we like, but I'm saying like in the Nashville, there's a pagan unity festival. They call it Puff. Mm. So uh, Raven Moonhearth, the, one of the, the guys I was telling you about, he, you know, he's a chieftain for that kindred or whatever. He, they're, they're usually a part of it. I've not I've been a part of uh, the Nashville Pagan Pride thing here once or twice. And then, it, you know, when COVID hit and so we yeah. did it all virtual and I was like, eh, uh, yeah. I really want to <laughs> really do that. It's not really for me that way. But yeah, so um, this was this was a lot of fun, I hope. It was fun Absolutely. for you. I, I enjoyed, you know, just kind of talking around the virtual fire, as it were, you know, and, and getting some Absolutely. conversation circulating around different things. Um, but yeah, right. if you want to, if you want to, you know, as I wrap things up, if you want to just chill for a second, I'll, I'll touch base with you offline. But, you know, okay. thank you, Topher, for, for taking the time this evening to say Absolutely. some things and, and offer your insight on stuff for everybody that's watching, listening, whatever. Uh, TAC's information is going to be posted in the show notes or the description so check him out online at least at the very least and, and see yeah. if there's things that you may want to find out more about that they can offer in your area or just just to know you know get him to know uh we'll <laughs> post the guardian thing too the video for that will oh, be excellent. posted yeah. as well so you guys want to check out that documentary about the jerks in the afa and what Topher and them had to say to make it so, so much better uh definitely check it out I my part it. starts about 11 minutes in i'm just yeah it's not very long i don't think it's it doesn't take up it's, a long time it'll be shorter like than five minutes total yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah i definitely everyone should check that out sweet well thank you again sir um and thank you to everybody for you know tuning in today um for, i'm definitely for, willing to come back anytime you want to chat my friend sweet well definitely keep it in mind it's an open door uh <laughs> I, I appreciate it. the feeling is mutual so uh, everybody, thank you for, you know, tuning in today. Be sure to upvote the podcast, like the video, share it around, comment, interact, however you want to show your support to Midgard Musings and the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. You know, definitely do that in whichever way that you are comfortable with. There's merchandise that you can buy through our spring store. 
It's all going to be linked in our Linktree link that's posted in the description and show notes everywhere on this on this whole thing. So uh, appreciate you all. Um, and until we all talk again on the next episode, hail, stay well, and may your hard fires always continue to burn bright. Hail.